Welcome to the ACC Panic Room alongside Lauren Brownlow. I'm Joe Obias. Duke and Virginia, that always delivers, Lauren. Listen, you know that I've been on this train, whatever you want to call it, for a long time. Yeah. Like, I would say probably for the better part of the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Maybe since like 2014 or so. 20, sure. This game has been elite. Mm-hmm. Like, full stop. I'm sorry. I don't care what any of y'all think about Virginia. <laughs> so. Well, clearly Duke didn't think much of Virginia uh, because they did not come out for this game with the same level of intensity they did for the Carolina game, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, but, yeah. but here's the thing. Here's the curiosity I have for Duke, and this is something that Mike Krzyzewski actually talked about after the game. He didn't put it in terms that I did, but we're kind of like aligned in the, in the general thought. And I've said this to you. Yes. Duke gives me the impression of being somewhat front-runner-ish. Yeah, and you know what? To your credit, like, I was like, I don't know. I don't really see that, you it's, know? it's where I've seen it is when they've been crushing teams. You saw it against Carolina. You yeah. saw it against Wake Forest on the road. You saw it against NC State in this building, but NC State at that time wasn't, like, going out. They were doing the NC State thing, clearly. But I've seen it in instances where in the second half, when things start to roll, they really do love flexing on you. And like, yep, this is how it's supposed to be. Except it's not. We saw this against Clemson, which they powered through. But we didn't see it against Miami, where they kept fighting back. And Virginia tonight, coming off of a very emotional you know, thumping of Carolina, you have to bring it two nights later. Because this is where Coach K and I sort of align. Because he brought it up. He goes, if you're going to be a championship team, what you just went through, beating Carolina, yeah. and then going up against a very That's hungry gonna team. That's going to be the same kind of pattern you have in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Right. And Virginia is in a position where they're trying to fight for the NCAA tournament. Yes. I mean, that's a Q1 win, which is like the final kiss-off for the Carolina game, by the way, that Virginia gets the Q1 win, Carolina doesn't. Anyway, point being... Kay was absolutely right talking about this team where they just haven't learned yet that you have to understand the team on the other side is as hungry or more hungry than you are, and yeah. you've got to match that or they're going to get pushed around, or they're not, or, or as I said, they're going to be unbothered. And that was really Virginia tonight. That's they were the unbothered thing. by everything Duke was doing. We've seen Duke play some desperate teams, I think probably more on the road than here, mm -hmm. that really need that big time win. We've yeah. seen that happen more than once. And you know, it looks like they're going to get the game. It looks, and they're so close. And yet at the end, especially in Cameron, it's just they don't have enough. Mm -hmm. They don't have enough. They run out of gas towards the end. Duke's too much for them to handle. Yeah. But that wasn't the case at no. all in this game. And, it, it, you know, multiple Virginia, I went to talk to them afterwards because I was curious to see what the Virginia players' perception was of sure. how this whole thing went down. Sure. And more than one of them were like, I got the feeling that they thought we were just going to go away. <laughs> and like, well, nope. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because a lot's going to be made out of the Beekman three, understandably. Huge shot. No, Mark it's the Kihei. Well, my, my, my point, you might have a point about Kihei. My my, my thing with, 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 with Beekman specifically was the three, yes, you have to make that shot. Huge yeah. shot. Oh. And Mark Williams got caught. Uh, in a really confusing situation where he just didn't stick yes. with his man. It wasn't a switching situation. He just didn't stick with his man. I actually looked at the turning point where Roach came up with a rebound and Beekman took advantage of the fact that yeah. Roach oh, was trying to take the air out of the ball. Yep. Game's not done, man. The game is not done. There is still an intensity to this game. And yeah, Virginia Roach was, was looking not like Caleb Love right there, like casually. Like, just kind of casually, <laughs> like, all right, we're Beekman's good. Beekman's like, well, okay. We're just going to like run this thing out. Yeah. Maybe they're going to foul me. No, Beekman's like, all right, fine. If you're going to play like that, I'm going to take the ball I'm from just you. Take to me, the ball from you. that was the crucial mistake by Duke. And that's what ultimately turned this game around. I know yeah. you brought the, the Kihei Clark jump ball is another example it's, of that, too. It's symbolism. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. I, you know I'm a sucker for symbolism. Yeah. As a 
<laughs> basic sports writer, I guess. <laughs> but I am. It's like the, the smallest guy in here mm -hmm. just went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Duke's biggest, toughest dude and yeah. tied him up for a jump ball. Yeah. Like, if that kind of summed the game up to me in that moment. And I, mm -hmm. I felt like win or lose in that moment, Virginia had proven a lot about how tough it was. And I thought no matter what happened at that point, the Duke had a lot to prove still about the kind of toughness it could bring night in and night out. And what's, I know it's hard. Like, it's not – if it's easy, everybody would do it, you know? What's up with Paolo Bancaro? I mean, look, Wake Forest, North Carolina's own Jaden Gardner, mm -hmm. ECU transfer. Mm -hmm. Y'all say we don't talk about the Pirates only when you transfer <laughs> elsewhere. But whatever. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, he, he just gave him a tough time. Yeah. I think he knew how to bother him a little bit. You know, it, it went under the radar for obvious reasons, right? Well, sure. But Leaky Black gave Powell kind of a tough time mm -hmm. when he got switched onto him, and that was something that I thought there's no way that would happen. So it's interesting. I think teams are – and Virginia is one of the better doubling teams in the ACC, always have yeah. been. I mean, it was unreal to me. I was like, where did that guy even come from? How quickly they would double Pancaro whenever he got the ball. With Mark Williams being out, too, that eliminates some of that big-to-big -big passing that they can do, like with mm -hmm. his foul trouble and stuff. But, I mean, yeah, they, they bothered him. They flustered him a little bit. And I think the rest of Duke's team just kept trying to, like, make that one play and kind of troll somebody and get in somebody's face that makes them go away. And it just didn't happen. Virginia was like, we're not playing this game. We're good, and we're going to stick in this game, and we're going to make one more play than y'all. No matter what happened, they just kept playing that way. There's only three more home games here at Cameron Indoor Stadium. you got Wake Forest, you got Florida State, and obviously the Carolina game. We'll see how Duke... Uh, we'll see how Duke responds. Are any to of those good? What? The way I think the Wake Forest game is good. Wake Forest is, is I spicy. I think, I think it could spicy. be. I think it's spicy. We'll I see. think it's going to take, and I think Steve Forbes is a good coach. I just don't know that the the kind of fortitude that you have to have to do yeah. what that takes some time. And I mean, think about how many heartbreaks these Virginia teams have had here. Yes. I mean, Tony Bennett addressed it after the game. I mean, he's had much he's had much better Virginia teams come in here and, lose. and have their hearts broken. But these games, as we'll wrap the conversation, always produce. And, they there do. Was, and this, this is, you know, it's funny. I was recently having a conversation with somebody about how I could not go to a football game again. You're stuck up in the press box. It's whatever. Um, I missed going to basketball oh. games in the pandemic. I missed going to basketball games this was, oh. last year. This was a reminder. Same with the Carolina game on Saturday. Yeah, too, at least the pregame. The pregame and know, all that, that stuff. That was fun. But like, the intensity of this game even boils over to the coaching staffs because yeah. there was something that was said between Nolan Smith and Virginia's coaching well, staff. Tony Bennett, Tony Bennett kind of blew it off. Bennett kind of blew it off. It's like it was more of a bench thing. Kay and I didn't have that problem. But no, 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 no. I watched Nolan Smith saying something towards Virginia, and, and no, Tony I Bennett had no time for it. And they had to be all separated out. But you know what? It's cool. But he that's, even said that's it. That's what I he's, like. He's like, it's heat of the moment. Yeah. Like, they don't, these guys don't they're carry fine. this stuff around. They're, they're fine. They're fine. They're not like the fans who will pearl clutch over, you know, an obscenity or whatever. That's all, not, I thought we were done talking about that. I'm talking about all fans okay, gotcha. and any obscenity because I had somebody do that over a Virginia fan using an obscenity. Uh, and I'm whatever. just like, can y'all, what are we doing? <laughs> do y'all never, are y'all not around people that swear? That's going to wrap it up for the ACC Panic Room. We'll see you all later in the week.